0: Because the more you can really work off of what feels natural, the more you're going to create habits that don't require the same self-control as doing something super restrictive. With so many shiny objects out there to chase, it's hard to know what's right for us. In the Fitness Hacks podcast, I break down training techniques, nutrition, and the mindset you need to be successful and get the results you deserve. Hey guys, it's per from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today, I want to talk about self-control versus habits. So a lot of times when we start a new routine, you'll get about six weeks in, we maybe haven't seen results happening fast enough, even if amazing results have actually occurred. And, you know, we start to fall off of our plan and we think, I just don't have the willpower. I just don't have the self-control. I just, you know, can't keep going. All these people must have more self-control and willpower than I do because they're still doing all the different things and they're moving forward and seeing the fabulous results. And so I think we get down and we feel like we are just never going to have the self-control to keep moving forward and ultimately reach our goals. But we have to remember that self-control is not infinite. It's a gas tank and everything we do throughout the day really depletes it. Not to mention that initial motivation fades very quickly. Even when we are seeing fabulous results, you know, it might carry us through the first couple of weeks. You know, we might see the momentum building with our results and maybe that will carry us through another week. But at some point the motivation is going to fade. Life is going to do its best to get in the way. It always does. It will, you know, create stressors, family obligations, meals out with friends where you're all of a sudden you're like, but I don't want to feel like the person on the diet. It will v- it definitely challenge us. Life will challenge us in any way if possible. It will deplete that self-control gas tank. It will make us feel like we don't have willpower so if that's the case and the initial motivation fades and it's not that you have less willpower than somebody else how is it that other people are doing the same proper habits and routines you know six months down the road to see the results they want and it really is just that they're doing those proper habits and routines But what's at the heart of those proper habits and routines is that they don't require the same willpower to perform because they've become something sort of natural and innate to them. It's become almost instinctual. And so when we get started and we're motivated to start, a lot of times we go to these extremely restrictive plans, right? And so the problem is, is when we go to these extreme restrictions, we cut out all the foods we love, we don't allow ourselves to actually create habits that we enjoy that will carry us through. We're creating unsustainable habits. So that's what then requires so much willpower to maintain long-term and it's why we can't stick with it once that initial motivation fades. So if we want the motivation, you know, that we have at the beginning, the self-control we have at the beginning to really pay off long-term, we have to think about creating habits. We actually enjoy that are sustainable. We have to find ways as cliche as it sounds to enjoy the journey, because if we can take that initial motivation and create habits that we actually enjoy, then they become something sustainable that we can maintain without a lot of self-control, even when life tries to get in the way. And that's why we keep doing them, right? We keep doing the habits that don't really drain us any longer. And even then, you know, there are going to be ups and downs times during the holidays where we don't care. You know, you maybe wake up with an alarm every single day and there's that one day you just can't get yourself to get up, you know, so there's always gonna be those times where we can't do habits that have become very natural. However, when we take that initial motivation and build something sustainable, we can create habits that then don't require the same self-control to maintain. We create that new lifestyle, which then allows us to keep building and get the results that we want. So I wanted to talk today about like three tips that can really help you build those sustainable habits that no longer require the same self-control as they might initially. And we do have to remember that there will be self-control involved initially to create habit changes because we simply don't like change, right? We don't like anything outside our comfort zone. What's instinctual and easy isn't necessarily what's going to get us the results. So, sustainable doesn't mean easy to start, but it does mean building in a specific way so that those habits can become something you can replicate without a lot of self control or willpower. So, three tips to help you do that Uh, tweak your current lifestyle. So, if you take a look at what you're actually currently doing and then make changes to that, it's gonna be a lot easier to sustain those habits. You know, if you're eating pizza right now and, you know, going out for a lot of meals, and all of a sudden you're gonna be like, well, now I'm not gonna eat any pizza. I'm not gonna go out for any meals. I'm gonna meal prep everything. I'm gonna eat chicken and broccoli. That's most likely not gonna be a new habit that you're gonna to want to stick with long term because it doesn't really fit what you naturally sort of want to do. So I'm not saying that you don't need to change what's instinctual and natural to you right now. If you want a different result, you do you have to make changes. However, the more you can make them based on what you're currently doing, the more you'll integrate in new habits that will keep you moving forward even after that willpower sort of fades or that motivation fades. So during during those stressful days. Uh, so I would tell you you know if you're eating a ton of pizza if you're going out Try maybe making a, a macro friendlier pizza. Try ordering from a restaurant a macro friendlier pizza. Like the crazy thing is, is places like Domino's have a lot of options where you can even make it a little healthier or even add in a side salad when you get that and only have two slices versus three. Or when you're going out, you know, make choices that hit your macros a little bit more that include more veggies or more fruits. It's little tweaks, even like that, that can really start to add up and move you forward. And it creates these habits that then you can maintain long term. So think about tweaking based on where you're at currently versus trying to create, you know, some Instagram live style or some restrictive diet just in an attempt to get results faster because the more you can really work off of what feels natural, the more you're going to create habits that don't require the same self-control as doing something super restrictive. So even if you, let's just say have like family meals that you cook for, your, you know, your family or you're the main cook in your family and you create those meals and you don't want to have to meal prep different things, which you've had to do in the past. and so why something hasn't worked long-term work backwards from those family meals. You know, if you're having a casserole, you know, measure out all the ingredients, put them into my fitness pal, then divide by the servings, and then make sure that you sort of know what your serving size is from that work backwards from that so that you can hit even your macros with the other meals that day. You know, if you know you have stressful periods of time or you have more work during those times, instead of trying to force the same workout routine that you would normally force try and actually work into that and maybe make shorter workouts that are very time efficient so that you can stay on track but think about tweaking based on you know your actual lifestyle what's sustainable the habits that you do enjoy if you enjoy going out with friends on the weekend you know find ways to work that in if you enjoy your alcohol find ways to work that in i find the more we have to ask can i have something the more we're going to ultimately include it so the better off we are if we can find ways to have it in sustainably as we make some other changes too Tip number two is challenge yourself to explore. So one of the things I've noticed is the more I get comfortable being uncomfortable in every aspect of my life, the better off I am. And so sometimes by even changing other lifestyle factors outside of say my nutrition and my workouts, I actually then embrace the changes there a little bit more too, because I'm doing other things to like fuel and promote that healthy lifestyle. So, you know, maybe I take some other hikes or I try some other activities and, you know, you go try archery, you go out bowling, you do other things like that, that are sort of fun that gets you out of the house and moving, you know, maybe your normal date night is, Oh, you go to a restaurant, you have some food, but what about it? even doing, you know, an activity where you go on a date night and you do one of those paint nights, or you go again, bowling or do something else like that. I don't know why I can keep thinking about bowling, but, uh, you do something else with that so that it's not just focused on the food and you create those habits that then sort of, promote the other lifestyle changes that you want to make. Plus it just gets you out there having fun, exploring something new, finding other avenues of life that you really enjoy, That then even sort of go with that new healthy lifestyle that you're trying to build. You know, maybe if you go out to brunch with the girls on a Sunday, you try going out for a hike instead, or you try a new workout class that you haven't done before, but by sort of getting yourself outside your comfort zone in some of these other ways, you'll find that it actually makes it a lot easier to make some of the other changes because you're like sort of overhaul. like overhauling your entire lifestyle and some of the other habits so that now new habits fit together in a way that promotes better results versus if you're trying to cling to some of the things that you were doing before like maybe on a a Friday night you know getting a ton of food and sitting and watching the tv you know and now instead you try and do something active you know maybe that habit won't be something you do long term or whatever else but at least you're trying it to see if that then creates the lifestyle that you ultimately want to lead and then makes it easier to do some of the other things but challenge yourself to explore and try new activities a it'll be a fun experience even if you don't like or end up liking any of them, but it gives you a new chance to sort of see what other avenues there are to create this new lifestyle that promotes the, the you that you want to become. And then tip number three is realize you won't always want to do the things you should. I think it's always key that we remind ourselves that we are human, that that means that we won't be perfect with things, that there are going to be slip ups, mistakes, detours, all of that jazz. Okay. So it's one of these things that as you're creating, you know, new lifestyle habits, realize that it's hard, that those other ones want to pull at you, that your body wants to maintain homeostasis. Your brain wants to maintain homeostasis. We do want it to fall back to what is easy or feels instinctual. So it's one of these things that as you're creating the new habits, realize there will be times you just simply don't want to do them. You're stressed out. You're tired. You don't want to do them. No matter how many years you've been doing some of the things, no matter how much, you know, they're good for you. There are going to be times you don't want to do the things that you should. And it's not that detour, that slip up. That's really the issue. It's the fact that we beat ourselves up over it or that we feel like we've ruined something. So then we end up doing more damage by continuing down that path it goes back to the other podcast I did about detours, right? Like if you're, if you know you took a wrong turn, you're not going to keep driving the wrong way. As soon as you realize you made a detour, you're going to turn back. But for some reason, when it comes to, you know, our nutrition, our workouts, we sort of keep driving down that path that we know is wrong instead of just being like, Hey, whoop, made this mistake. All right. I'm going to turn around, right? Skip a workout do something the next day, or maybe you skipped your workout in the morning and you can't do something perfect later at night, but you just do something just to stay in the routine. You know, hey, maybe you did have to eat out and your macros aren't gonna be perfect for the day, but why not go back and have the meal that you planned or a healthy meal to get your macros as close as possible, just so you're continuing to move forward. That's like steering back the right way, right? So you're correcting the detour that you made just to keep moving forward. Sure, there's now your trip is gonna take a little longer because you made that detour, but now at least you're back on the right road versus the more you go off on the other road, the more time it's gonna take to come back back, the bigger the hole you sort of dug yourself. So just remember and give yourself some, some grace. You know, remember you're not going to be perfect with everything. There's not going to be days that you always want to do what you should, but it's always just about getting right back on track, not even trying to overcorrect, just getting right back to it and uh, like constantly moving forward, even assessing why it happened to maybe be able to address it better the next time it comes up. Because trust me, a lot of those things will reoccur. We'll eat out of emotion, out of stress, out of fatigue. And so the more we can sort of uh, figure out strategies to help ourselves, the less we can sort of go off track even in the future, or the quicker we can correct the the wrong and get ourselves back on course. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review review on iTunes, can't even talk anymore. Uh, Comment below if you have any questions. Hope these three tips helped. Remember that it's not that you just don't have as much willpower as somebody else. It might just be that they took the time when they were initially motivated to really create habits that then don't require as much willpower to maintain. When we create those sustainable habits, Ultimately, they become sort of mindless and they don't require the same self-control to keep replicating, so that's why we keep moving forward. Self-control is not infinite. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys.